The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome in. We're going to have another edition of Senior Moments today. And Rosa Cares, Erin Keo Rankin is with us this morning. Hey, Erin, good morning. Hello, Bart. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you enjoying this super weather summertime? Oh, my goodness. You know what? I love warm weather, but this is hot. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. Well, you know, like they say, if you don't like it one day, wait till tomorrow. Absolutely. It'll be different. That's right. And come February, we will be wishing for this type of weather. That's true. It's so true. (laughs) You brought a friend with you today. I did. I did. I am so happy. I wanted to introduce to you and to our audience, Judy Town Jennings. Um, Judy and I had met recently and just really was just taken by her story. Um, She enjoyed a career as a physical therapist before life's challenges took her down the path of caregiving and then widowhood. And I have to say that um, as a result of her caregiving for her husband, Dean, she had purchased, uh, or actually she authored a book, Living with Lewy Body Dementia, One Caregiver's Personal In-Depth Experience. And then as a result of her widowhood, she actually has authored another book, The Wonderful World of Widowhood, except when it isn't wonderful, right? Welcome, Judy. I'm so glad you're here. I am pleased to be here. Thank you so much. Well, uh, uh, what a wonderful story. And you mentioned what type of... uh, Lewy body dementia. I've never heard that description before. Is that a normal type of dementia? or It is often diagnosed as Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, but it is an entirely different bird. It has unique symptoms all to itself, and quite frequently. In fact, it's the most misdiagnosed disease in the country. Hmm. Uh, the, the thing that families need to know is that the symptoms fluctuate. Where in, in Alzheimer's, if they have it one day, they're going to have it the next day. In Parkinson's, when you have mobility problems, they're not going to go away. <laughs> but with Lewy body, Dean could be really good in the morning, and by 10 o'clock, he couldn't get out of a chair. Uh, he, he always knew me, but there were times that he did not know other people. He had a sense of dementia, but the dementia also fluctuated. And, and was this all the way up to the end, or did it progress? All the way up worse? to the end, but so not with some people. Some people, okay. when the dementia hits, it's there. It's, it's full-blown, like Alzheimer's. In fact, with, uh, with um, autopsies, they find that you can have what they call in the brain. The plaque. Mm-hmm. The plaques, mm-hmm. and, and also the Lewy body problems. Mm-hmm. So it's two things in one. Wow. How exciting is that? Oh, I, t- I tell you, it's, it must have been horrible for you, and, and now you're writing, which is great writing about it, uh, sharing your experiences so that somebody else can benefit from that. That's love. And that is what it has become. It, it was written while he was living. I would put him down when he got tired, and then I'd go down and 
everything I did with him that day into the book. And I initially called it the ABCs of LBD. Hmm. And a nurse read part of it and said, well, you need to write a book. I said, oh, okay, I will. <laughs> right. Silly me. You didn't set out. That was not your intention. That was not my intention. Yeah. And, I, and I did. And it has now been around the world. I get information from people in the Middle East, in Lebanon, in Morocco, in Spain, um, and... Uh, I have enough money that I could probably buy a cup of coffee from it, but uh, (laughs) writers don't make money. (laughs) Yeah, but we're so grateful to have your knowledge and so grateful that you were kind enough and courageous enough to share your story as far as as a, a, a caregiver. If you don't mind, share with us how long was that journey uh, as a caregiver oh goodness that is the other thing with Louis body it's insidious you don't realize that that's what the person's dealing with Mm -hmm. and even the medical doctors that we went to never told me that he had that and he started in probably 2001 um, having some problems in 2003 he could no longer remember how to do his engineering and then he was gone in 2010. So mm-hmm. it's other than Parkinson's or Alzheimer's that may take 15, 20 years, Louis Patty goes down yeah. like a roller coaster. Yeah. And so, you you know, there's one thing to be said about terminal illness, that you do have time to prepare, but you just never know when that fi- he's going to draw his final breath, right? And then as far as from the widow, then you, you went from the title of spouse to caregiver then to widow what was that like for you i've been a widow now for 11 years and i truly understand the process that it takes to go through the grief and we need to go through the grief you and i were talking about that it is essential to healing and it can be six months, it can be a year, it can be nine years, it can be a lifetime right. before they can really let go and accept that there's something on the other side. It doesn't have to be a terrible, horrible, rotten world. And that's why I wrote the book, because I have had mountaintop moments. I've had wonderful things that that have occurred i wouldn't be here today (laughs) having this wonderful discussion with you guys if i hadn't read the book and if i hadn't gone through the experience Mm -hmm. so it it's a journey and in fact i call it an adventure because it gives you a chance to figure out who you are and what you like and what you don't like and Maybe you don't want to watch football. Maybe you don't want to have the sports channel on all the time. Maybe you like having the remote in your hand. Mm-hmm. There are benefits. Right. Um, they, they, people would say, well, that, that's not big enough to really get over my grief because I was married for 52 years. Well, yes, but if you don't step over the threshold and say, okay, this is my life now. I didn't ask for this but I'm going to have to live with the plate I was served. 
what's next? Right. You bring up a good point, you know, as far as this wasn't what I had envisioned or what have you. I'm always amazed when we look at, when we say our vows, in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. And oftentimes I think people don't even envision that because it's such a beautiful moment, the wedding, the ceremony itself, not until life really, you know, there's two sides to what you said. Okay. Till the death do us part. When Dean gave me the ring, he said, this is for life. And I said, no, if it doesn't work out, we'll just get a divorce. He said, no, 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 no. We don't even talk about the D word. Right. If you take this ring, it's a commitment, and you're with me until the end. Mm-hmm. And I had to think about it a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So the young people today don't understand the commitment. But till death do you part is also kind of an issue to discuss because there are women that have been married, divorced, or not divorced, what I want to say here, widowed for nine, ten years, still have everything in their home. The way that it was when they were married. The way that it was, yes. Is that good or bad? Well, obviously they think it's good for them, but it doesn't ever let them get to the other side of grief move forward that's why move forward so you need when when the spouse dies you need to make changes you need to make and changes move forward and move forward mm-hmm. so that's something that is it in your book about that yes now what is yes. the name of the book again because you've given enough information people are thinking i want to get one of those and how do i get it <laughs> yeah uh, the wonderful world of widowhood Interesting title. (laughs) Dot, 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 except when it isn't. (laughs) Yeah, because there are twists and turns, right? As far as being a widow. Yeah. And it, I couldn't even keep a house plant for many years because Mm -hmm. I had to take care of it. I didn't want to deal with it if it died. And that was part of the, the healing process that I had to go through was to be willing to share my life again, mm-hmm. to be willing to accept the responsibility to love something with all my heart and then possibly lose it. And I have a, a made wonderful friends down here. And I'm I'm a northerner. <laughs> and I've made... So when did you move to, uh, to Tennessee? In 15, 2015. Okay. And uh, what was the reason for that? Was my it kids are down here. Oh, okay. My son's okay. down here with so my grandkids. So your husband passed away where in you Ohio. In Ohio, mm-hmm. okay. And uh, where, where can we get this book? They can get it at any bookstore. They may have to order it. Um, it's uh, Westbow Press. Westbow Press mm-hmm. will have it. Okay. And it's it's listed under Judy Town Jennings. But if they put the title in, it'll come up. Okay, so is it on Amazon or? It's on Amazon. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to, because yeah. we have people Amazon. who are listening everywhere. And it's a great read. I mean, it, it's not. It's a easy read, and uh, I love it. It's not a manual. No. This, the other one I wrote every step. If you have this problem, look in the index, and that'll page will tell you what I did. May not work for your husband, but it'll give you some ideas. This one is more of a story of an adventure and I I don't expect people to do the things I did in order to get rid of my grief but I want them to think about what their life 
will unfold to be and what their purpose is because there's a purpose for everybody no matter how old you are and you gotta figure out what it is or you'll just binge like covid and eat in 15 you know 15 20 pounds later mm-hmm. yeah. so you gotta, I can you gotta stay to active you gotta stay active can you tell me what was your biggest aha moment once you became a widow Oh, my goodness. My biggest aha moment was, well, there were many. First of all, was that he wasn't coming back. Yes. That I I had uh, gone on vacation with friends, and I had a wonderful ring that he had purchased for me on my left hand. And it was nine months out, and I was ready to go on vacation. And I, the grumpy old bear, oh, my goodness, I love these two people. They were willing to take me on vacation. And I was just really hard to get along with. And my friend was in her second marriage. She'd lost her first. And she was my mentor and had given me excellent advice. And she said, you're going to be grumpy until you take your ring off and put it someplace else. Maybe on the other hand, but take it off your left hand. And I was astounded. This is my forever ring. I can't take that off. She said, well, if you don't, your heart and your head are having a disconnect because your head is saying you have the ring on so you think he's coming home tomorrow. He's just gone to visit his mother. And you've got to get it off your left hand. And I I can't do that. So I, next morning I got in the car and I thrust my hand, my right hand Mm -hmm. over the seat and I said, there, it's on my right hand. Mm -hmm. And... That day on vacation, I had two really ex- <laughs> exquisite adventures. I actually talked to two different men at meals and, and a play and logical conversations. I mean, there was nothing that came of it, but I had a conversation with a man and the earth didn't swallow me up. I was mm-hmm. just fine. And we had ice cream after the play and they said, now see, wasn't that a fun adventure? Look mm-hmm. what the universe gave you today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So this book will help people through the trials of losing a spouse. Yes, yes. Yeah. And also help you, if, if you're just beginning, uh, helping uh, as a caregiver, it'll, it'll be very beneficial to you. I also do a support group at the Senior Center, mm-hmm. and it's just called the widow support group okay and it i designed the curriculum for new widows but then i realized that a new widow might be somebody nine years out so i Mm. don't have a timetable on it because that's an individual thing but i try to go through what it feels like in the beginning all the emotions all the loneliness all the alienation all of the the questioning of could I have done something different to change the outcome and then on the last six months out I have a celebration it's not that somebody's going to have arrived in six months with where they want to be for the rest of their life but it's a celebration that number one they stayed with me for six months (laughs) (laughs) and it's on on the second Tuesday and the second the fourth I, what am I doing, Erin? Friday. Friday. The mm-hmm. second Friday and the fourth Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is your uh, event Support at St. Clair Street Senior mm-hmm. Center. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, let me write that down, too, because we need to... There are people who may not be aware of that, and they need it. 
Uh, second and fourth Friday? Okay. The next one um, is tomorrow, but then the next one will be, I think it's July 8th. Okay. And what time is that? 9.30 to 11. To 11, okay. And I'm in room 303. Do right. they need to register in advance or just no. show up? No, they just, just can show, show up. up. Okay. So head over, and if you've never been to the St. Clair Center, you have missed something. Oh, it's wonderful. Boy, we are fortunate to have Very, that. very fortunate. People mm-hmm. are welcoming and informed and creative and <laughs> just fun-loving. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to be. Now, I know it's a widow's group. What about widowers? Do you have men that attend? I did have a man that came in the last session, so I don't know whether he'll come back or not, mm-hmm. but... Um, he was two months out and said he needed to find where his life was going after 52, 62 years with this woman. And uh, all the we talked about travel, and he said, oh, I want to travel. So maybe he had an answer to what he was looking for, and yeah. he won't need to come back. But yeah. I, I'm not going to say no, men can't come. So problems that you're facing are going to be the same problems a man faces. Maybe. A little different. Yeah, a little different. Um, there, the things, one thing I can think of right off the bat, a woman has been cared for, and especially if it's a very loving husband who has cared for her completely. She never drove. She doesn't know how to do the check-in count. She doesn't know where the money is. Those are pretty critical things to have to learn, whereas a man may not know how to boil water or cook an egg and do laundry do laundry clean the house so it, it's uh, <laughs> and i'm i'm being facetious yeah. on this there are many things that are similar when the heart is broken um, it's not really something to joke about but on the other hand if you don't have a sense of humor you aren't going to get through the crises in life yeah what was it like as far as you know you had mentioned the ring earlier and you know society it's how society views marriage number one and then also death and then widowhood um and so i would imagine that you know for some individuals men or women they do hold on to that ring and they wear that ring till death do us part and even thereafter right and it, it provides an individual with a sense of comfort there's no right or wrong way to grieve mm-hmm. it's your way however what i'm hearing you say judy is truly in order to work through it you have to be in it and just embrace it the grief and the loss and know that there are no guarantees that what tomorrow's going to bring but we have to be open to know that we're not going to fail that there are plenty of people in our lives that have had the individuals that have gone on this journey, just like yourself, um, that have walked before us. And so we know that there are resources out there that can help us navigate this new chapter in our life called widowhood or widower, right? Being a widower. And that leads into your expertise. Yes. And I, I, usually have a counselor come in the first one or two sessions because counseling is sometimes needed desperately absolutely for people Mm -hmm. who have gone through this you don't go to bed at night and say oh gee tomorrow i hope i wake up a widow (laughs) it's it's not on our our timeline it's not something we plan for it's not something we look forward to we have to endure it 
and then eventually we can experience it and then we can embrace it. Yes, yeah. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. When we come back, we're going to look at how Arosa Care can help in situations like this. We're going to check on the traffic and weather. Stay with us. By the way, I want to mention this. Uh, most of you know, but if you are listening this morning and have a question, maybe, maybe this is happening to you right now. You're going through this. Text us if you would. We're not going to take calls this morning because uh, that sort of sometimes gets us going in a d- different direction. And it's easier also if you're listening somewhere else. And I notice we have listeners uh, in Europe right now, in Canada, several Can- Canadians tuning in. Uh, Alasica, Mexico, probably didn't pronounce that right. Uh, all over the United States and more places. So if you have a question or a comment, text us at wgnsradio.com for the website or text us uh, at 615-618-1450. We'll be right back. The Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW. Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. We're a pretty well-rounded music store. We have every guitar, keyboard, drum that you might be looking for. Parts are available, strings, accessories. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings and drums. It's all here. Music World and Drummer's Den. We're your hometown music store. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas' Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com Good morning. Traffic's still a little bit busy. 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. Give yourself extra time. We've seen a couple of stalled vehicles up through there in the last few minutes headed towards Nashville on 24 going westbound. Plenty of radar out here this morning on 840. Give yourself extra travel time. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon, high in the mid-90s. Winds out of the north of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear and a low near 65. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 74. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. The Action Line with Bart Walker. Weekday mornings at 810 on WGNS AM, FM, online. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. That's the number where you can text us. 615-618-1450. And this morning we're talking about a book, and you need to get this book, It's called The Wonderful World of Widowhood 
dot, 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 until it isn't, which I would imagine happens pretty quickly. Visiting with us this morning, the young lady who went through that experience and she shared it with all of us through this book. And no matter where you are listening this morning, you can get a copy of the book through Amazon.com or from most bookstores as well. Judy Town Jennings is the author of the book. She went through that experience. And also with us this morning from Arosa Care, Erin Keo Rankin. While we have been talking about what do you do when you become a widow, suddenly a change, and you may have a, a hint that it's going to happen, but you never know when it happens, whether it's going to be a day or two or a year or two. But I, you're never ready for that, are you? Never. No, Erin, no. what can Arosa Care do? Sure, yeah. I'd like to say that even prior to the death, during an individual's illness, Arosa can assist. We are an integrated care management and home care provider um, in the nation, across the nation. So I'm glad to hear that we have listeners all across the world. But um, we actually provide services wherein we can uh, manage the care. I like to look at view us, have uh, individuals view us as the professional daughter or son. We do have male care managers. And um, so actually we assist with um, navigating the healthcare terrain during an individual's illness. We can assist with uh, going to the medical appointments, help educating, and earlier we had talked about the Lewy body dementia. So um, our care managers, such as myself, I mean, we're the nurses, social workers, counselors, gerontologists, physical therapists, and all. So we really tap into our own expertise, our clinical experience, and then moving forward, we can call in uh, colleagues as far as if we feel that there's a need for additional non-medical caregiving, because Judy, you served as the primary caregiver, but I'm sure there were moments wherein you needed a respite And so that's where we would call in our non-medical caregivers to come in and assist with the bathing, the dressing, the housekeeping, and what have you. Now, what we have found, Bart, as far as after an individual's death, especially with widows or widowers, um, oftentimes, like, who is going to be your advocate? And who is going to be serving as your health care power of attorney? And that's where a lot of individuals contact us from a care management standpoint, and they ask that we serve as their um, health care power of attorney. And so now with us being um, also certified, we have an added layer through ALCA, the Aging Life Care Association. So because of that, and from an ethical standpoint, I would not be able to serve as an individual's financial power of attorney, but definitely advocate for you from your health care. And so with that, we're looking at things as far as the individual. Who is it that you want to make health care decisions for you when you can no longer make those decisions for yourself? Um, What kind of medical treatment do you want or don't want? And how comfortable do you want to be during a, a crisis situation? And how do you want to be treated? You know, oftentimes, I have seen this numerous times with dear friends of mine who are older, older adults, 
one in particular as far as she was going she was at that time in her late 70s she was going through a, a cancer diagnosis and I attend I went to all the treatments with her and all the uh, medical appointments and all and oh my goodness the physician well-meaning of course would look to me and ask me the questions and I'm like oh my gosh she still you're talking this is the patient talk to the patient the patient still has a mind still has a voice let it's her right I'm here to advocate for her to be the extra set of eyes and ears and hands and feet right so it's really important so I, as a care manager, I'm going to advocate for my client. And then also, we look at what do you, as an individual, want your loved ones to know? We we look at this as like the five wishes. And so I really advocate and encourage widows to, it's still your story. Write your story and let others know what you want them to know about you and what your wishes are. And I'll certainly do the best I can with advocating and, you know, being being your cheerleader in that regard. So important. It so absolutely is. Yes. We have a text here from a listener that I, I think really hits it on the head. And they're saying, uh, what would, as you look back, when you first learned that your husband had this disease, as you look back on those early days and weeks, what is the one thing that you were not told that you wish somebody had told you? Excellent question. Oh my goodness, it was an excellent question because no one told me that he had a disease that was going to take his life. Mm. And I I really had to find that out on my on my own and when I did have somebody tell me to go to the Louis Body Dementia Association and he had every symptom so I knew what he had then I had to research to figure out what to do about it but so many families are not able to do the care they need to do because they don't understand that with Louis Body they can have a sensitivity to any drug and it can put them in a coma and this is different than Parkinson's or than Alzheimer's. And so they need to find doctors. They don't have to be the expert, but they need to find people who are experts in Lewy body yes. to manage the program for as long as the person is dealing with it. And that's just one of the classic symptoms that is really important for families to know. And I found out the hard way because I gave my husband two pills for urinary problems that put him in the hospital and he thought the aliens were coming and he was trying to climb out of bed and he was out of it right he didn't go into a coma but other people have yeah so the managing the medications is really important for Lewy body dementia you bring up a good point judy as far as medications because invariably we find with the rosa as care managers oh my goodness 
our patients, our clients, will have multiple comorbidities. And so what we do is we navigate and we converse with those different medical physicians and say, okay, my client has this, this, and this. These are the medications. So we will go into the next appointment prepared with all of that information. And then if and when a new medication is prescribed by one specialist, then we in turn are on the phone saying, okay, wait a minute, there might be a contraindication here. So let's ensure before we fill that script, let's ensure that there's not going to be a backlash and that's not gonna send my client back to the ER unnecessarily. So there again, it's so important to have, have professional advocates and have resources out there. You are so well-meaning as as your as the spouse. You didn't know any differently, so no one can fault you for that. But I would encourage individuals: when in doubt, check it out. And it sounds like Excellent. here, listening to the two of you talk, uh, it, it sounds like if you had had a person with you like Arosa Care, they could have guided you from the early days and made that journey. Much a lot easier. more easier for both oh, of us, yes, really. Yes, much better. Yeah. So you, you just need somebody there with you. Because until we had uh, the, the information that you were going to be on today and talking about Lewy body dementia, I'd never heard of, I've heard of dementia, right. Alzheimer's. Those are words that we hear regularly. And uh, you just put them together in a basket, same right. box. Yeah. But I've never, the, Lewy body dementia, and is that, pretty different or is that something is that the one that most people get or is it the one the no least it 25% of 20, Alzheimer's it? people really are Lewy body and 33% of Parkinson's people have it have Lewy body have yes but it's not diagnosed so I shouldn't say that oftentimes it is diagnosed it's not diagnosed or it's misdiagnosed and what are some do you have any um, any of the warning signs it is going to be a problem with memory um, and it's going to be things like my husband couldn't turn the computer on anymore he couldn't figure out how to change the temperature on the shower so he didn't scald himself he couldn't turn the dishwasher on a lot of the mechanical things are usually what you see with Louis body where with Alzheimer's, it's going to be forgetting names, forgetting places. Um, the now moment where yesterday, five minutes ago, is gone, but they're in right now. The The fluctuation is so different, and it, it's like a roller coaster. It, they can be fine one day and be in bed at Nimble the next day and not know how to put the clothes on. And the, the classic one is they could be sensitive to other medications. That is something that's, to my knowledge, only in Lewy body dementia. I mean, the, the drugs that work for Parkinson's may or may not work for Lewy body, and the things that are for Alzheimer's may or may not work for Lewy body, but there are drugs that would go out to other, other diagnoses that would be very bad for somebody with Lewy body. And let me ask both of you this, because it, it may take some medical expertise on this. Let's say that uh, the person who has Lewy body dementia has been taking uh, medicines for other illnesses over their lifetime, maybe a history of heart disease or who knows what. Uh, do those medications 
sometimes when you have Lewy body dementia, do those medications suddenly? No. The, the, so they're the okay. ones that are really dangerous are the antipsychotics. Um, Thorazine mm-hmm. uh, is one of them that, I, that comes to mind right now. There are new drugs that can be used for um, psychosis that could be used, but it is the antipsychotics, that whole class of them, that are dangerous for somebody with Lewy body. That, again, is where someone from Arosa right. Care, yeah. a, a knowledgeable person, would be aware of that. Absolutely. I would call in my colleague, one of our nurse care managers, to tag team with me on this journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's all about making life an easier road for everyone involved. It's bad enough to have a, a disease. It's ridiculous to have to deal with add-on problems <laughs> besides mm-hmm. just the symptoms of the disease. That if you can save something from happening that because it's going to make life even more miserable, then we should do it. You know, speaking of which, I, I would like to tie in as far as from a widow standpoint because it wasn't just your journey. You also had adult, had children that lost their father. You had in-laws that lost their loved one. So it's not just the individual that's experiencing the loss. It's just that ripple effect. It's a ripple effect. And I have told so many of my widows, you need to be sensitive to how your kids are reacting to this because they're in grief. And they need to do it their way. And it might be that a son needs to come on the weekend and work with you and do whatever you need to have done. And you might think he's busy, but he's busy about dealing with his own grief by helping you. Oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't want to bother him. Mm -hmm. Well, allow him to do what he needs to do. And it's... Communication is so important because nobody wants to ruffle the feathers of the widow and make her cry. Tears aren't a bad thing, and especially if you're crying with somebody together. You're, you're both hurting because your heart's been broken and you lost someone. Um, talking about the fun things, talking about the wonderful memories is healing. That, that's something that helps transfer the negative emotions that you went through to the positive emotions of a whole lifetime of living with someone. Mm -hmm. We have another text here, and this one is from a listener who says that they went through the loss of a spouse, and their children were brought in early, uh, several years. Uh, It was a long period of time, evidently, uh, that that the children were interacting with the uh, ailing uh, parent and they had an experience too so I guess you you can't bring your children in too soon from what you're saying it sounds like it helps it my my son um, accepted it early maybe two years before Dean was very very sick because they went to the grocery store and he said hold on dad I got to go to the next counter to, to next aisle to get something and he came back and my husband was gone and he he lost Todd, so he's wandering around the store. He doesn't know where he is. He's totally confused, and he doesn't know how to get out of there. 
And finally, you know, he wrapped him up in his arms and said, I'm here, Dad. Let's go home. Mm. It was an eye-opener for him. It was an eye-opener. I think it's important to recognize, too, that every family has their own dynamics. And especially when illness enters in, boy, that can really change the trajectory of the next months or years and even after the loved one passes. So it's incredibly important that we extend grace and give ourselves permission to know wow, I have stepped into a different arena or a pool of something that I'm not familiar with. And just give yourself permission to just not know and to reach out and say, I'm not certain if this is right or wrong, but I'm experiencing, I'm feeling this, this, and this. And now what do I do with it? And how do I move through it? And we'll be finding out more on how to make that journey and make it in a positive way for not only you, but for the one who is experiencing the illness. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Sometimes strange things can happen. Coast to coast, all night, every night. There's really no reason to be afraid. On WTNS AM FM online. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come see us for all your home lawn and garden needs. We have a great selection of Carhartt clothing. We also have wonderful, unique gift ideas, our Melissa and Doug educational toys. And if you're needing things for your garden, we'd have everything you need to help those gardens grow. Come on over to the Co-op Farm and Home Center just off of South Church on Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Please come see us at the Road for Farmers Co-op. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon, high in the mid-90s. Winds out of the north of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear and a low near 65. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 74. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. We have uh, about six minutes to go on our broadcast this morning. So uh, we want to remind you again about the book. And I want to remind, especially those here in Murfreesboro and Middle Tennessee area. Uh, well, Murfreesboro, because you're the ones who are eligible to go to the St. Clair Street Senior Center. Uh, you have a, a program at the St. Clair Center on the second and fourth Friday. Uh, a, a class to help people through grieving the loss and, and getting back to normal. Is yes, exactly. Yes. Well put. And that's uh, 9.30 to 11 each morning, second and fourth Friday, okay. St. Clair Street Senior Center. If you haven't been there, you've missed something. You need to let this be the reason you, you start making a positive change in your life. 
And uh, also, once again, the name of your book, if you would share that, because people need to get a copy of that. The Wonderful World of Widowhood, dot, 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 except when it isn't. Very good. And the beauty of all of this, you said that you wish that you had made some changes along the way, but you had no no one guiding you. And this is where Arosa care. Mm-hmm. People have said, right. what does Arosa do? Well, this is one of the things. Right, right. We as care managers, as well as caregivers, assist. And we, we walk alongside you on that journey. We help with the uh, medical visits, but also provide our own clinical expertise and all. We help with the family dynamics. Let's have the conversation. Let's address the elephant in the room. And let's recognize that son has a different relationship with dad versus daughter versus mom versus spouse versus grandparent. I mean, it just runs the gamut. So we actually come in and we help facilitate those conversations. We cast no judgments at all, but we are going to advocate for that patient, for that client, whomever that primary person is. So it's really, really important that you call in the professionals like Arosa. Now, we have an interesting question here from a listener. After telling your story about your son in the grocery store with your husband, and the husband just disappeared, uh, they're asking at what point, because he had to have had the beginning illness prior to that, at what point did he have trouble remembering where he was and was he driving then? Oh my goodness, yes. But I, I need to tell you that Louis body has two sides. It has the physical and it has the mental. And one can start before the other. So they can have physical symptoms and then within a year they will have mental symptoms. Or they can have the mental symptoms and it'll really be called dementia with Louis bodies if it's a diagnosis that's given. Um, so it, it's a year's in-between interim before you'll see the mental or before you see the physical if it's Lewy body. And that's, again, part of the diagnostic process. Um, <laughs> he was driving at this point until <laughs> I had him take me, um, follow me down to get my car worked on, and he is pulling out in front of traffic and when I got in the car with him, I said, your driving days are numbered. Well, you can't do this anymore. You just pulled in front of a car twice. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. So then he became someone who was accustomed to being chauffeured. And there's no telling how many times without having you in that vehicle that he had similar incidents and probably near accidents, uh, near misses rather. Um, so you just never know. But kudos to you to acknowledge it and actually just be on top of it. Yeah. And I, the things that stand out really, and I'd never heard of this disease before, when you described the mechanical issues were one side of them and the other one just memory loss. But uh, the mechanical issues, not being able to turn a TV on, change channels, just suddenly not knowing how to do any of those things, turn the stove on, do the microwave. He might have had problems but didn't tell me. Mm -hmm. So he might have been dealing with it for quite some time before he let me know that he thought he was going to be fired because he couldn't do his so engineering. So he was still working. Right. He was still working until 2003. 
And so they didn't notice it. I didn't notice it. And they probably didn't. I mean, you're they, his wife. They did. Did they? They did. But they were covering for him to some extent. He carried a notebook in his pocket. So if he did a report on Monday, he didn't come in and do the same report on Tuesday. He would look at his notebook. He put everything in this notebook. I had no idea. Yeah, that's not uncommon, Bart. That is so not uncommon. So right? these are things you can be looking for. If yes. you're noticing changes mm-hmm. in your spouse, those are some things to that's look right. forward to. That's right. Start noting it. As a spouse, you start noting that because that is something that's going to be very helpful when you attend that medical appointment to say, okay, in this state, I noticed it three years ago, and this, you know, because that helps with the diagnosis as well. We have about 30 seconds left in our broadcast. Don't want to leave anything out. Uh, Erin, is is there any final thought you'd like? Yeah, I want to thank you, Judy, um, for being here and sharing your story and and your courageous journey. And I look forward to uh, walking alongside you and and fellow widows uh, in your support group, certainly. Anyone can please reach out to us at ARosaCare. Um, A-R-O-S-A-C-A-R-E dot com or here in Rutherford County, call us at 615-848-6774. And I want to say a special thank you to Erin Keogh Rankin with Arosa Care for joining us this morning and especially to Judy Town Jennings for sharing this story that hopefully can help us all in the future and hopefully we'll make that journey through life a positive one for everybody. Thanks, Bart. Thank Thank you you again for joining us. Don't forget the second and fourth Friday at the St. Clair Street Senior Center, 9.30 to 11 in the morning. Tomorrow is the fourth Friday. Tomorrow is the fourth Friday. Yeah.